What does it take to accomplish real change in the world? This week on the show, we're talking about following Jesus' example in holiness and self-sacrifice to affect real change in our lives, our communities, and the whole world. Stay with us. You are listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversations about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Well, welcome to The Uncommon Truth. Steve and Vicky. it's good to have you guys back after, after a week. What did you guys do? Where were you guys at last week? I was here trying to do a podcast podcast no you weren't <laughs> no i was in well, i was out of town when my we baby had a good smiles time. at me we go to reno we go to reno yeah. we did we went to reno okay. got away for a few days we good. always take our son mark who has down syndrome that's his birthday, his trip. birthday trip we take him to reno and he gets his own room he thinks he's kevin kevin McAllister on home alone oh yeah, yeah he does so from 23 stories high we could look at the pool and no see mark <laughs> we can see yeah. him swimming in the yeah. pool really? he just goes on yeah he goes by himself and he makes his own food, and he just thinks he's living the high life. Okay. So yep. it was fun. Yep. I got to time. follow you guys on Instagram and, and yeah. see. Uh, see, it's a couple of months late, right? Because you could you had to delay it because yeah, of March COVID 24th. and all that. Yep. Okay. So uh, Mark is always asking to be on the podcast. So for now, we'll say happy birthday, Mark. Happy birthday, happy Mark. Belated birthday. Does he listen? I don't know. He just wants to be on the podcast. Correct. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> want to listen yeah, to the that's podcast. True. That's right. Only if he was on it. He. he thinks it's video because we do video announcements at yeah. church right and yeah. so sometimes i'm on the video announcements and i tell people at church about the upcoming events and i think he thinks they're kind of the same because he asked me when when am i going to get him on the podcast Hysterical. and so mark, maybe is, we a twi- have, mark is a 37 year old down syndrome man but that, he's like amazing mark he's on so a smart. podcast though would be quite the adventure well yeah. he's he's drew some pretty big crowds when we had him on the the church live stream during COVID land when we were going live from funny. the house every night. And, and that was some of our biggest viewership, right? Most <laughs> yeah. engagement was people yeah. wanted to hear. It's true. Hear and if you want to know who Mark stories. is, you just Google uh, Down syndrome man who lost videos in fire. And I think his video, when he sees these, um, what the world did for him when he lost all of his uh, videos on, in our fire, um, it's a pretty cool uh, video 40, yeah, that, 40 that was his people. thing right his yep. he loved his movie collection yep. and yep. Uh, they all burned up yep so the video is if you want to see it the, it's uh i think 40 million people have viewed it so okay. he is a viral star well maybe i'll what link that at me for maybe it's easy for you to say i know <laughs> maybe i'll link that in the show description so there you guys you go. can go watch it yeah it's cool so once again we're here we're here on video and we're <laughs> we're in podcast land and uh, we're having our best month of the podcast yet. So oh, if, really? you're, if you're listening out there. Thank you. And it's not even over yet. No, it's wow. not even over. Best month so far. So if you are listening and you know somebody who would enjoy entertain, right, conversations like this, got something to you learn from Stephen Dickey. You started entertaining and they thought, nah, uh, Well, they are really entertaining with, with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess when you uh, get your definition of entertaining around. Yeah, it's a little, want, a little bit on the it. Jerry Springer side of things sometimes. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, you, can, on. you can go to uncommonpodcast.com. There you go. And that's where you can get the uh, subscribe to the podcast. Love it. And that'll take you where if you're listening on an iPhone or an Android or a Google phone or whatever type of phone you got or computer, it'll take you there. And if you want to see 
the shirt that Steve uh, is wearing that Vicky brought him to change into five minutes ago. You can watch us on YouTube. Switch over to that, and you can watch us. Uh, Watching us on YouTube is a little is a little weird. Watching Steve and I on, uh, on, the, on the video well, podcast YouTube. Well, we have a, about forty minute conversation, and sometimes we forget all three of us. We forget that we're on video, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. You yawn because yeah. you're like, well, the mic's not going to pick it up if I go over here. I know. But, and, we won't say what Steve does. I, I fall asleep when you guys are talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not great for uh, trying to get people to listen. Well, this is an exciting podcast. Maybe, uh, Even the guy on the podcast falls so asleep. I'm telling you, man, I'm out there working in 105 oh, where's today. The, where's crazy. the violin? What are, you, what are you working on, actually? So yeah. we, we, we went church. into the campground. We're building a campground. I went in today. I've been I've been caught up. I taught a class this morning, had a marriage counseling. It was good. Run around trying to buy the product to go out and do it. And by the time I get out there, it's smoking hot. And uh, it's going to be 105. We're building these floors. And if anyone has built, they know that a floor when you're building a floor, the heat reflects up your face. Yeah. So we're building these floors (laughs) and and it was smoking hot. Uh, Did I say that already? Three times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so when I come in here and I sit down and all of a sudden we're in air conditioning and we're oh, talking. Blame I'm it on the like, bossa nova. I'm just like, just, you know, crashing. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, so it, was, it, was, it was 75 degrees the last time you fell asleep when Max and I were talking. I don't think so. 75 or In 80. here it was 75. <laughs> but I, was, I was out there. Don't you believe that it. That time I was working on the church and it was smoking oh, hot. Oh, you're right. You yeah. forgot. Okay. Well, so. that's all right. We'll always have always have some reason to fall asleep. I always have an excuse, right? He's been <laughs> yeah. married forty-one years, and he's yeah. very old. <laughs> yes, I've been married. Yeah, the, yeah. Those are, that is probably the two biggest. And if, if you so. want to hear more about their marriage, you can go listen to the last podcast we recorded live, which is episode fifty-four that's about right. marriage. You and could dating. only wish to have a marriage so good. And if you would like to have it, you can go listen to the podcast. That's, that's right. right. We can teach so, you how. Today we're going to be talking about something that's sort of a buzzword right now, which is change, and change. that's that's all over the place. Change, and change, you, you change. can't you can't change the channel. You can't turn on Instagram. You can't swipe on Facebook without seeing people rallying for change about something. Right, right? correct. Depending on your friend group, and and it could be lots of different things, mm-hmm. but everybody wants to change. Right. And so I've been thinking this week and a little bit last week since uh, we put a pre-recorded message on. I've been thinking about change and what does Jesus say about change and, and how to get change. And and it sort of struck me that Jesus's definition of change is a lot different than ours, where where we want we want to change culture. So we point out the problems. Oh, that's good. That they're the problem or they're the problem or that institution is a problem or or our church isn't feeding us. So we say, well, the elders are the problem or the worship is the problem or or the community we're in is a problem. And uh, and I never see Jesus saying, well, the problems with all of all of this and this and this and this without first saying, wow, I'm going to show you a different way or, Get the log or anything out of your like eye. that. So um, so Jesus changed the enti- entire world. Right. How did yep. he do that? He sacrificed himself. And he lived the truth he called us to live, to love one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that the number one issue, and I am just, I am a record with a scratch. I just keep saying the same thing (laughs) over and over and over. Um, It is about selfishness versus unselfishness, Mm -hmm. or better put, selflessness versus selfishness. And it really is, the definition boils down to love versus hate. Mm -hmm. And when you see this kind of anger and polarity, 
it is just pure it's it's a spirit of hate and death and selfishness born out of selfishness and i think that the jesus changed the world by being humble and selfless came as a humble carpenter's son born i mean even in his own town they knew he was conceived out of wedlock Hmm. wow and um he came as a someone to be cursed born out of wedlock in his society that was a complete you're you're like less than and you know mary's saying it but it was the holy spirit you know and they weren't really into that in those days they didn't buy that today you say it people say amen but um she said it was the she didn't tell anyone but if she had tried to defend herself joseph defended her but jesus was born into this absolutely totally humble place the king of the universe god in the flesh born humbly and lived humbly and even in his preaching he he showed those people how to get to the father how to lay down their lives and and you know we look back at those disciples and how many of them were martyred for their faith and we get kind of scared and nervous but from jesus's point of view when he laid out their lives to be martyred and when he helped them be martyred in their lives he was giving them this great gift of this eternal blessing Hmm. We just see things so um, today, so now. One-dimensional. So one-dimensionally now. And it's all about what I want, and you better change. You better change. You better change. And really, the only way that change can come is if I am the way I believe it should be. If, I'm, if, I'm, if I am good and kind and merciful, and I say it is my responsibility i am my brother's keeper Mm. then i have a chance to at least change a very small circle now here Mm. at the father's house that circle's gotten bigger and i have the affection and love of many and um because i get out there with them and sweat with them and i walk alongside of them and show them how to do it and lay my life down then you watch they're all laying their life down for one another vicky and i marvel at it marvel. they're they're constantly serving each other you guys are constantly taking care of each other yeah. a girl a single girl with two children had to move the other day and she's in there packing up trying to take care of these small twins and people just move her like boom everybody moved me you i heard you know a lot of people moved at that that weekend and the people just showed up and moved them. They oh, yeah, served I moved. Them. Yeah, yeah. You, you're like, one of the movers. Yeah, you moved, and people helped you, right? Oh yeah. yeah I, so I mean, I just they said put it in boxes and boom, and it will be in your new place. Wow. But this serve so this you lay down your life for people, and they lay it down their life for others. It's and you know, the, the, kind of the movie Pay It Forward wasn't that great a movie, but the the phrase Pay It Forward just if people you want to see change, you be humble and give your life away. You serve, live to serve, and do good. It's also nice to have a, a good perspective to see that you're not just wasting. Because what I've seen is people who do that and they're taken advantage of, they quit and they wow. never do it again. They tell you stories. 20 years ago, I was at the food bank every day, but yeah. then I got taken advantage of. It's like, yeah, then you were probably there for the wrong reason. You it's were there to feed yourself. Uh, a, a pat on the back, a good feeling. But be there for the reason of helping them yeah i was there to feed the hungry and the hungry got fed i got treated like crap not one homeless person was nice to me feeding them that might be someone's experience well i'm not there for them to be nice to me i'm there to feed them it's good they got fed 
You know, and so when you give, you give not to receive. You give for the sake of giving. You do for the sake of doing. You lay down your life to be like Jesus. Mm. And I'll, I'll guarantee you the world will change. It hasn't, we haven't seen a lot of societies like that in a while. We haven't even seen a lot of small groups like that in a while. And I think the church of Jesus Christ in the Western world gave up its right to be called essential or necessary in a society because it, it quit living for the sake of giving. Hmm. It quit giving for the sake of helping. It had to have all these fiscal responsibility things to give. Like, we can't give to you. We won't have a million dollars in the bank Yeah. in case there's a rainy day. No, they gave it back in the day when, let's say, way back uh, um, in the uh, the seventeen hundred when uh, the Cane Ridge revival happened, and the preachers that came out of that revival they said, "This is crazy to just go to church and sit in a building." They they started prison ministry. Hmm. They started all of the hospital ministries, going in hospitals and praying for people. They decided that the the gift of the Holy Spirit was to go out and touch people in the community. Well, guess who did that? Guess who went out on the roads and the highways and prayed for the blind guy in the tree and the lepers on the road? And, and, and you know, that was Jesus. Mm. You do what Jesus did. I was going to guess Jesus. Live the way Jesus lived, doing and giving, and you're going to see the results Jesus saw. People are going to get mad at you. People are going to want to destroy you, but you are also going to change the world. Yeah. The world. And you have to be willing to do that. I hope that answers most yeah, of the question. Yeah, I think it, it does great. You have something. Well, I just to... was, as you were speaking and as and Steve answering, Jesus did point fingers a hmm. lot of, I mean, he did. Yeah, you're right. He caused, he caused a lot of turmoil in the religious it wasn't really the world. It was the, the people who were supposed to to know, the special knowers or the yeah. Pharisees, the Sadducees. He was brutal with uh, telling them how they should change. Yeah. And uh, I think um, sometimes we want to look at the world and say you need to change. But the truth is I think we need to first look at ourselves as a church mm-hmm. and say we are the ones that need to change first. And um, so I just was, as, we, as you guys were talking, it's like Jesus was brutal and change to the Pharisees and Sadducees. To the ones who should know. To should right? know. They've yeah. been waiting all this time to give their life away, and they, you know, they do, what do you call about your the phylacteries <laughs> the other day? They, they, they go on and on and, and yeah, pass people Yeah, they're tassels and their phylacteries. Yeah, and so it's like, it's like for us holy. being able to, to change just our, our world. And I think in Christianity, there's a general, you know, we're always talking generalizations, and, you know, um, but if you just change one person one by one you by the time you get to 40 50 years you've changed a lot of people if you are the person who is true and authentic mm-hmm. you know and give your life away like steve said it's just give your life away for no apparent reason other than it was freely it was given freely you give i think you change people yeah. just by love so as you were talking i was thinking of the verse where jesus is calling out people and says uh, you fool don't don't go after the speck in your brother's eye before you first take the log out of your own eye. Right. And he doesn't say, and then just leave the speck in your brother's no. eye. It says, okay, then then go on and, and, see. and take the speck now that you can mm-hmm. see clearly. But what does that even mean for us today when we're talking about this stuff? Well, I'm going to defer to Steve because I'm sure he has an answer, and then I'll, I'll, I'll go after that. Okay. So Because I knew he did. The exact question. So what does that mean to take the log out of our own eye for us today? Well, So what I like about that you know a verse that's most often ignored um i mean i'm surrounded by people who are great great spec inspectors you know 
Yeah. And um, spec inspection. they're always <laughs> trying like to get your spec. And that they're always be, trying to. You're not talking about me. Are yeah, you? you're, no, you're, no, no. you're a, no, no. You're a spectologist. I'm a, I'm a spec. spec <laughs> you're a spectologist. Specialist. I think you're highly expert. Specialist for your eyes. You're a spectologist. <laughs> You've got a high, high, yeah, high let's degree. have some respect, all right? A high <laughs> degree in spectology. I'm a so they're always respecter try, they, of, of, specs, the, of specs. They are always trying to get my spec. <laughs> and they're always trying to decide what my You're specs so are. They're so self They're looking right to now. just, have, they're actually throwing specs at me to hope they catch in my eye. Anyway, the spectacular. He's kidding. Those. I never do that. So, um, tell, tell everybody you're kidding. Back to what I like about this verse that <laughs> people miss. I, I, yeah, yeah, okay. That must be another spec I got. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, you're are you kicking him under the table there? Yeah, she kicked her. Yeah, you felt the table go bang, bang. That was her. If you hear that in the podcast. That was my shin. Trying to that kick was Steve my the table. Shin. Anyway, that, that was not true. She didn't kick me. We're talking spec inspectors. Okay, yes. so back to the spectology <laughs> of this Spec. world. And, and, you know, and really, we should all be loggers instead of spectologists, but mm. most good. of us are spectologists. And um, <laughs> the thing I like about it is that here's what Jesus says. Go ahead. When you've gotten the log out of your own eye, oh now you're mm. able to get the speck. Good thing I've got the log out of, out of my brother's eye. eye. That's why Vicky's so good at it because she's <laughs> yeah. worked so hard on her logging that her uh, her spectology. I can see clearly. Is, uh, yeah. She sees clearly, yeah. And it's always been helpful when she does that. <laughs> good thing this isn't on film. Oh yeah, don't definitely don't watch this on YouTube. <laughs> anyway. Um, I like that what he's saying is that you should endeavor to become somebody that can help your brother with the speck in their eye. That's good. And to be that, you look at yourself. And again, here we are back to it. You want to change the world? You want to help your brother change? Then focus on changing you. Work mm -hmm. on what you need. Work on what there is about you. That's good. And so that you, so that, and I love that, so that. I love to pick on these words, so that you can help your brother. The reason I'm trying to be good, the reason I'm trying to be holy and humble and life-giving is so I can help others become that. And so here at the Father's House, our call to everyone is to become someone, others, that, so that you can help others become someone. And, and I don't want to put a, a phrase to someone, someone who sings, someone who writes, someone who serves, someone who gives. Just become someone with character, someone mm -hmm. with love, someone selfless so that you can help your be brother become selfless hmm. love so that you can help others love you know be holy live your life in a holy non-judgmental manner instead of trying to make an atmosphere where you would feel horrible being unholy around me i would rather just be holy and you see it and say i'd like to be like that how can i be like that well i'm yeah. glad you asked because i would love to help you learn how to be holy but here's the price. Please don't start unless you know the price. The price is all yourself. You got to die to yourself. Mm. You've got to come. Your mind must come in control, under control. And you must become a person that if someone did follow you, did look to imitate you, they wouldn't be harmed by it. You know, that's what yeah. I want. You get you get charged by it. You know, I, anyway. That's yeah, my, I, when I hear that, I'm thinking of of these like change movements and and i think of the people that came before us in history who actually took jesus's call to sacrificially 
try to change the world, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like Dr. Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. he was killed, he was shot, right? In, yep. in protesting civil rights, protesting peacefully. Right. And, and Jesus was his, mm-hmm. his example in that. And uh, Mother Teresa didn't say, uh, hey, I'm gonna give a bunch of people money so we can go and change India. She's just saying, I'm, I'm going to India. And then yep. everybody went with her, right? And, and learned from her. And that's the thing, Max. I think um, oftentimes we want to do that. Come join us because, you know, if you want to list a change, join this group or that group. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's it's probably an individual thing that the Holy Spirit breathes in you, whether or not you should be in Orville or should be in Toronto or should be in Edmonton or whatever. But wherever you are, change should happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mother Teresa just gave her life down. I mean, she was just in the streets of Calcutta every night picking yeah. up the you know same homeless drunk man, man every night. And, um, you know, th- through her, she, she wasn't trying to say, hey, look at me and come change Calcutta. She no. just gave her life her away. Now. And But then you couldn't ignore it. You right? couldn't ignore, ignore it. You know, you look at Billy, um, Billy Graham and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the end of his life, he said, I wish I had given more of my life, you know, yeah. uh, away. And his life, what, what he did, so many people are saved because of, you know, he became the change. And he just led him to, to the change maker who mm-hmm. is, Jesus, is Jesus. And mm-hmm. if you're not changing... I would I would um, be suspicious if you really are saved, if you're yeah. not changing every day. If you can't look back and say, I have changed this or I've changed that person or I've changed this life, mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening because you it's it's he's the river of life. And if not, if you're not in the river and you're being swept somewhere, then you're just a swamp. Yeah. And it just it's nothing's happening. No water's running. So when that happens and we're and we're clamoring for change and we have this really righteous desire to see the world change for better yeah but we're not willing to take that step where it actually hurts us or costs us something how does the world see us when we're like that well it's kind of like all the people like jesus said there'll be people saying i'm the christ there's the christ you know yeah people trying to hook on to his his thing and i i think how they see it is they tend to make so let's say there's genuine and not genuine there's those that hang on that hook on um, they end up coming off as non-genuine, and, and the world sees them as phonies. But the real, his real shame is then they see Jesus as a phony. Oh, mm-hmm. because the people who said they are with him or they are like him were not genuine. I think of Martin Luther King Jr. I was 12 when he died, and so from 10 to 12, and then they played his sermons or his speeches. I have never been more moved in my life. Yeah. I today still believe exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. I can quote some of his things. And when I hear him, I can quote along with him because I heard him so many times. Yeah. I am truly inspired. But I am also, I am in awe of the people on the bridge in Selma. Mm-hmm. Little old ladies, old men, people, people facing dogs, ho- men on horseback. Fire hoses, clubs, hoses. hoses. I mean clubs. Yeah. yeah. And they shot people too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Young man in a restaurant got shot down. Another person was shot out in the street. I mean, and they still lined up mm-hmm. for a peaceful, adamantly saying nobody fights back, nobody throws a stone. We there's a peace and and him speaking those words. Well, he gets killed. It's coming in the opposite spirit. Like yeah, we were talking that's exactly. About, right? They're laying down their life because something was really wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and it and, was, you know, there's, there's, um, 
he, so many more than just him. You know, uh, she mentioned Mother Teresa, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. The, what he was up against in the middle of a war to go after the 13th Amendment mm -hmm. to free slavery and what he was after and how he made it and the enemies he made, again, cost him his life. Yeah, he, he was killed. Shot he was killed head. for that fight. That was yeah. why he was killed, because you took away our, our whole way of life, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, Martin Luther King also. And, and it just goes on and on how many people we know of, including Jesus being the most important, where the people who come to imitate but don't try to accept the selflessness, the unselfish part of it, the lay down my life, but just try to grab the glory of it. Yeah, you want, like, the, you know, you want the rewards without correct. the process. That's right. Yeah. It always comes off as phony and then diminishes what the true hero did. The changes yeah. in state. I think when this phoniness, the change, it, it's just, it just it doesn't take. It, it really destroys the people it came to help. Yeah. So yeah. In, in, in every case, you know, <clears throat> Things were way better for people in the South after Abraham Lincoln. And then Ulysses Grant came along and got another amendment for the vote, and he really started pushing yeah. for their, their freedoms. Fought against the KKK. But then the, you know, that's where the, the, what happened in the 60s grew out of that resistance mm -hmm. because KKK. people just weren't, uh, people who were fighting for it just weren't genuine. Yeah. And so the ones fighting against it were able to, kind of diminish it to where it looked like it never happened, kind of reverse what happened. Mother Teresa in Calcutta, she was genuine, and people have tried to take advantage of what she did, and it just hasn't come off as genuine. Well, it's interesting is that um, and pretty soon most you people, forget who she is. Most of yeah. the people you're talking about, with the exception of Mother Teresa, she did give her life away, but a lot of them were martyred, you know, yeah. for, for change. And then change really came after they died. Yeah. You know, and we're all about, oh, my gosh, you know, we can't, we, we want the bless me club of Christianity. And I just don't see that in the New Testament. Not that we have to look for gloom and doom and it's just, but it, but if Jesus is our, is our litmus test or our plumb line, mm -hmm. and then look at, you know, all Paul, Peter and go, go down the list. It wasn't just a Pollyanna kind of story where it's just, everything's great. The change came through great sacrifice, great tears and giving their life away. And our, tw the 20th century Christianity, in my opinion, we don't want to look at that. Yeah. We don't, you know, the change has to come with uh, blood, sweat, and tears, you know, mm. and not for the sake of just blood, sweat, and tears, but for the sake of the gospel that yeah. you give your life, you give your life away to your brother. brother. Right. And it says no greater love has anyone than they give his life for one another, for his mm. brother or sister. And I think that's where change really comes. And again, like I said, it could come after we're gone. Yeah. They look and yeah. so a lot of people, you know, Lincoln, we never knew how great he was until after he died. And, and you know, and, and, and. And, and King and everything, it's just Martin Luther King, yeah. it just goes on and on. So it really does. It just, it's just changes, change is such a powerful thing when you give it your all yeah. and, you're, and you're genuine as Jesus being your guide. Yeah, it's so hard in this Facebook generation, right? Mm -hmm. You just sit back and you lob, lob you know, oh, verbal yeah, grenades at each other back it's and hateful. forth. And I mean, we, we have little uh, people comment on the podcast on Facebook underneath, yeah. and you have almost no idea what they're actually talking about because they're so full of hate for this group or that group so and, sad. and you're like is this guy for us or against yeah. us and and it's almost better that he'd be against us because i don't really want him on my team right and like yeah that it, sort of thing it's, it's just, our team it's it's like okay instead of going out and being change i'm just going to sit at my computer and i'm going to tell everybody how how to live and it's not going to cost me anything and uh, and 
and that's where we get to the point, in my opinion, where someone like Gandhi can say, I like your Jesus, mm -hmm. but I don't like your Christians. Wow. And, and our, our job as Christians should be, they like us so much they want to know our Jesus, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, can introduce them. Right. And that's, the, that's exactly the point of non mm -hmm. People who come to imitate and say, I'm a Christian, but don't live like Jesus lived. Mm -hmm. They're not looking for the same reason to save their brother. They're, they're in this case, like in India with Gandhi, he's another one. It was peaceful protest. And he, he, they, the, the Christian nation was afflicting him. Was They were really afflicting. Yeah. They were enslaving them. And they weren't coming in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. They were coming in the name of empire. And so they gave Jesus a black eye to the Indians and the Hindus yeah. and, and the whole Indian people of Gandhi's time. And I, it's exactly right. It just diminishes. When we don't do right, we diminish him. And if today in the American church uh, or the European Western you know, type church, I think if we don't do what Jesus did and lay down our lives and love one another as he loved us, we diminish what he did to the world. They look at it as non-essential it's just not important yeah keep your message to you they're actually taking down statues of a europe what are they they're taking down statues all over the place right now yeah roosevelt yeah. and yeah but they're taking down jesus statues yeah they want to because yeah. he's a he's, he's an elitist and they, he's a uh because of no racist. they're because they're they depict him as like a european look yeah mm. and so unless they depict him as a eastern look you know a middle eastern look yeah, they're tearing down their statues and stuff yeah so I think I think also the um, Steve said something a few weeks ago. I don't know if it's a church or not, but the fact that sometimes we want to be Judeo Christians, which which I he, he defined it so well is like you know um, in the church there's been a lot of Judeo Christianity, which is mixing the two covenants, mm -hmm. the uh, law and the prophets, right. with the um, with the message of Jesus and the forgiveness and mercy and new covenant. Yeah. And I think in our, I think that's where the that's where the real rub is that's where we get in trouble is when we we become judeo-christian and we're confused in our message of mm. what changes you know in the old testament in, new, in the old covenant to to elicit change would be to you know to if you if you take take my cow i'm gonna take your cow and yeah you know i'm giving you know i'm gonna gouge your eye out if you're gouging mine and i think sometimes that's what we call change is we want um vindication or we want judgment mm. retribution retribution yeah. and jesus said no so I think when we stay on the new side of the of the new covenant and just read the words of Jesus, I think that's like really, really change will come. Yeah, change will come when we stand in the new covenant and not yeah. be not be uh, confused with the message of Judeo Christian. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm a rugby fan, so yeah. follow me here for a second. Have you guys seen the movie Invictus? Yes. It's a uh, the South rugby Africa? South African rugby team, yes. and they won the 1994 yes. World. Was uh, that through Mandela? Wasn't yeah. So yeah. M Mandela really pushed having having uh blacks and whites in in south africa newly yes. they had newly uh, elected him gotten rid of apartheid and he really wanted the whole nation to come together through rugby and uh he he had spent more than 20 years on robin island in prison and and if anybody could come out as seeking retribution yes. yeah with, with a majority like a for reparations giant yeah. majority behind yes it. and instead of doing that he he unified the country through through rugby and lots of other things, but that was just one of the things. That's the story in this movie is about rugby. I'd I'd like to I'd recommend it. It's really cool. I'd like to see it again. It's been years since um, I've seen it. But it's it's great. Just uh, he could have sought 
in that moment to release people on Jeez. on the violent oppressors who were violent oppressors, yeah. right? And, and and history probably wouldn't have looked down on him for that, but we wouldn't remember him as somebody who actually That's brought good. about change That's right. in South Africa. Through love. Uh, through love, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think he actually learned from Dr. King and he learned from Gandhi and those and Dr. King obviously learned from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now we're talking about and I, not like it's it's there anymore because I don't I don't know that the leaders there are, are following Mandela's example, but um, the, there's that self sacrifice and and I'm going to give my life for for the change whether I see it or not. Right? That's right. Is he still alive? No, Mandela. Pass. Mandela passed away. Yeah. A few years ago. Uh, I think yeah, a couple of years ago, two or three. Couldn't remember. Um, so I want to bring it full circle to you guys and and Orville, and. And I hear stories a lot about, well, if you would have been here when we first started, Mm -hmm. this is the place, this was that place. And I'm here now and it's, and it's kind of rough, but, um, even in the last two years, it's gotten, it seems like it's gotten better. Like the alleys, uh, the alleys are cleaner. There's more houses that are, Mm -hmm. are nicer. There's, there's, um, and maybe it's just, I'm getting to know people, but it even seems like change is still marching on. But I want to know, how did you guys enact Jesus's example of, laying your lives down to change your just your community you know um it's funny that you say that because i was just (laughs) we're i was at our 91 acres the father's house has and we're starting a summer camp Mm -hmm. and i was standing and we have a lake with a dock and and uh whatever that new yesterday right new yesterday and i was standing there and i was thinking back on the 21 years we've been here 21 and i was just like how did this happen yeah how do we have what jesus has given us because we you come here, we have a gym, which is like the nicest gym in Oroville. Yeah. It's not like a little Holiday Inn gym. It's a, it's got 2,000 yeah. members. Mm-hmm. You, we have an ups, the best boutique we've ever I've ever seen. Um, we have a frozen yogurt shop, and I'm and I'm standing here on this lake, which will be also a playground, which will also be a summer camp, which yeah. will also football be football field, football field, run, a wrestling food bank, yeah. distribution center for Incredible. the whole incredible county. It's where our granddaughter, you know, we had her, we had her, um, her. Um, it's called memorial, memorial. Yeah. Yeah. celebration i'm standing there and i'm just thinking lord how did you do this hmm. i mean we're n- really nothing special you know um and it just if just saying yes it just was doing the next right thing and i in line upon line precept upon precept i can literally look back at the 21 years we've been in orville and see that clearly hmm. in the moment what 21 years about father's house 22 but go ahead Anyway, um, the 22 years, <laughs> he's, he's a log inspector. Father's house is 22. <laughs> Whatever. In Oroville, you said. It feels like 21. Th- 29. So, okay. So, standing on the, 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 the dock of the bay, watching the, the time pass by, um, Otis Redding, uh, um, it's just amazing. Just saying yes. Just continuing to do the next right thing. Because honestly, when we, I mean, we could never have thought about building a summer camp or having anything of what we have back 22 yeah. years ago when we started, when we were just sweeping glass in the middle of the street so kids wouldn't cut at their foot because they're barefoot. Yeah. Or giving away clothes at a yard sale. Mm-hmm. We would never, I mean, I just, maybe he, he Steve is a visionary. He might have had, he, he might have seen this. I think just saying yes to the next right thing. Yeah. Even though we're not, it's like, well, it's not my call. Well, that wasn't our call. 
it was just necessary. It was a need that happened that needed to happen yeah. in our town. So we just did it because we mm -hmm. could. So that would be my answer, just doing the next right thing. Yeah. What would yours be? So the exact question you want to Well, I, I wanted to change it a little bit for you. I want to know. Because I answered it so well. I want right, to know totally. what changed no, first. No more was, it, was it you guys or was Orville? What, yeah. what changed first? What changed first? Is were, were, were you the change that Orville needed or, or was it kind of, I mean, right, yeah. it's Jesus, but you were, you were being used by Jesus. Yes. Right? I think Jesus is what they needed, and, I, and he allowed us to work for him. And so, you know, I applied for jobs sometimes and uh, youth pastor jobs and didn't get them. But While I, we're in Orville. But I yeah. applied for him, and he, he, he always hires me. You know, he always uses me. <clears throat> so I think the willingness that we grew up with, you know, that we got, we got married and kind of grew up as baby Christians, and um, this willingness, just we owe him everything. Mm. So when I'm sitting there saying, I don't want to move to Oroville, and he says, I want you to move to Oroville, and I said, okay, if you want me to move to Oroville, now that's the, I, that's the, I have nothing I want more than to move to Oroville. No. Yep. So then we're in Oroville. One day later, I moved to Oroville. That, you know, we're there. And um, I think he's what they need, but he moved me here because I'm willing. So I started doing, built a business, uh, sharing Jesus everywhere I went, getting known by a lot of people because my business took off. Mm -hmm. uh, ministering and leading worship in a church four years, you know, here in Oroville, and that kind of gives you, you know, that kind of gives you some notoriety, some name. But I think the question, what came first, it's really God's hand. I've looked at the history of Oroville, and I have seen that he wanted to do this every day Oroville existed. Mm. And some people did it for a little while and then fell off. Some people moved away. Some people said, oh, this is unfair. Nobody, nothing will ever be, nothing good will ever come from Oroville. Yeah. You know, the surrounding cities would say, why do, would you ever want to live in Oroville? You know, there's a bad attitude towards Oroville with that. All these different things. It's actually and, changing now. Mm -hmm. And so what changed first, I think, is that Vicky and I didn't quit. God's will was always for Orville. Orville always had the resources. Orville always. I mean, it's, it is nestled in between a river and some mountains, and it's gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's gorgeous. It's just like it's got everything. It's got valley stuff. It's not far to the redwoods. It's not far to the ocean. It's got the best fishing and fisheries nice and fruit lake. and vegetables and farming land, the richest farming land in the world. We're uh, so close to everything, It too. is really I mean, and what's really cool about Oroville is right in line with this, this uh, wind, this uh, delta breeze comes right into Oroville. So it's even cooled by something almost godly. Yeah. Off the ocean, comes up from the San Francisco Bay through the delta, and we're right in line, and we get that breeze. And so it's really strange. Like, Redding doesn't get that breeze. Yeah. We get that breeze. Chico doesn't get that breeze. We get that breeze. And so there's just God's blessing has always been here in the richest amazing form the gold that they found in Oroville I believe that Oroville has suffered from a selfishness when we asked God what's wrong with Oroville he said selfishness and me and Vicky came and we're just not selfish we share our house we share our we always give whatever we have and we serve and I think that many others have and do but 
I'm talented at a lot of different things. Vicky is gifted at a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Just really, she said we're nothing special, but I kind of took exception. I know for a fact she is, mm -hmm. and she's very special. And I, I think you are too. Thank you. you that was kind of that was a necess I, necessary yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, return. That'd be right? kind of awkward had I not said anything. I know, but yeah. I am actually very talented. You are very. You can't. So there's I nothing can, that you can't I can do. figure out how to do things. He's right? a genius. But it's not because it's not that God suddenly favored us. It's that He always favored Oroville and all of the people in Oroville. And I believe Vicky and I just stayed the course. Mm. I think early on in our ministry, someone asked me, "Why is it such a struggle?" And I said, oh because my. very very few people will stay the course through hard times. It's they're really in it for the reason that what I came here to receive, I came here to be fed. And I don't think that's, you know, that's a common word in Christianity. Are you being fed? Well, are you eating? How do you not? How do you not be fed if the Bible is being opened? Come on. How do you not be fed Read if Jesus. Jesus is being preached? That's right. Now, that's the answer. If you're not being fed, it's because Jesus isn't being preached. So. I think that's the difference, and I don't know how to answer the question, what came first. I think Orville has always been a, a, a gem, a crown jewel to pick. But you didn't, you didn't expect Orville to change while you sat in your house on the hill and did nothing for no, it. No, 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 no. It I was, it was through day your by day. blood, sweat, and tears, right? Yeah, yeah I believe wholeheartedly that God does very little without us. Yeah. That his, he wants to do a ton of stuff, and he does very little without us. I also don't think he uses one person to do everything. Mm -hmm. And so Orville will change a little because Vicki and I are talented, and she's gifted and loving, and we're all in, and we go, and we love the ones that come here. And Vicki's really good at loving people. Like I don't mean this in a negative way towards more people, but she's really good at loving misfits, people who mm -hmm. didn't fit in other places. And um, we I'm just we, we collect a crowd You're a and we fit. and we serve them and we give to them and we take care. We, we mother them. We welcome them, them home. Mm -hmm. we, we share our house, our pool, our life with them and we walk alongside with them and teach them. And I think that I've grown. You know, I've had times where I thought, man, is this going to go on? This is going to go on forever. But I, every time we talk about it, I feel, feel this charge that, yeah, I have no desire yeah. to leave. I'm not going anywhere. I'm called. Can you imagine if I went somewhere else and he didn't use me? Hmm. I mean, he's using me here. I'm not moving. I found a place where he'll use me, and I don't think that mentality is everywhere. I'm yeah. not here for what it gives me. I'm really here for what I can give mm -hmm. and who I can show. I want to show Jesus to the world. I want to speak for Jesus to the world. And I'm not here to receive. Mm -hmm. I do receive. I receive ridiculous. Yep. I receive way beyond what I deserve or ask for. You were here before you were receiving. Correct. And you'll be here if you don't receive Correct. anything. I was receiving from the moment on March 10th, 1975. He's been pouring into me. I mean, I have stories. I tell them all the time. He has just been taking care of me, using me, empowering me, uh, just telling me the truth. He actually leads me in the truth. Hmm. I mean, where do you find that? Yeah. Only in Jesus. But and and it's, in every case, it's giving. That's right. And so I think that if you if you live in Timbuktu, and you make great cupcakes, you should be out there using your cupcakes to spread the word of Jesus. And don't grow weary in it. Keep going. Don't grow weary. Use what you got and go spread the love of Jesus. Don't go tell them how much He loves them. Tell them how much He loves you, and how much you love Him. And then say you can have it too. You yeah, want to know them. His love? Show Let them. me show you. Say yeah. the course. 
So that's how Oroville changes. And I think Southside is changing because when we first came here, I did not see a lot of Christians outside the four walls. Mm-hmm. And we've, I've heard us say this on this program before. And I won't take credit for everybody. All I know is I created a, a trend. What do you call it? A pressure. Like a current. Yeah. Like they, I, I, I honestly met people who've actually admitted to me that I made them mad because I was always going, always doing, and they felt oh, yeah. like such losers standing next to me. And I never <laughs> I once called them a loser. <laughs> I never once told them they're a loser. But now they're going full blast because they just didn't want to look bad next to me. Mm-hmm. But then they found out how good that how is. Good it feels. And you yeah. just, across the city of Oregon, people have different reasons um, and why God sent them here. But I found out a lot of people got sent here to do exactly what I did, just work unselfishly and preach the gospel. And pretty soon you, you start to create a trend, a current, mm-hmm. a Positive movement. pressure. And yeah. that's why Orville's changing is because the churches in mass are outside the four walls. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool because when um, you alluded to Orville had a, such a, has had such a bad reputation, like we'd be on a cruise in the middle of the, um, of the Caribbean and we say we're from Oroville, California, and people would be, they, they just crinkle their nose up and say, why? Why? And they don't even know Oroville. It's, yeah. it's just, it was a spiritual condition. Oroville. Oroville. In this negative time. And, um, yeah. and we're in Butte County, which is, we are the seat, um, and I, I often laugh and say, Chico is, if you, most people have heard of Chico, California, and everybody is like, you know, I say, I used to say, we Orville's kind of like the Ill- illegitimate sister of, of Chico. They don't really want to talk about her, but, yeah. they, you know, she's there. And now it's what's really cool is that pe- now because pe- nobody he w- nobody talks about Oroville like they used to. It's getting really – it's changing. Mm-hmm. So Steve, Steve was a builder for many years, and he never – Chico never, ever hired him to build one house. Yeah. I never built and a house in Not Chico, one no. house, and he's built over two or 300 houses. A lot. But now what I'm hearing, it's really cool – People are moving from Chico to Oroville, yeah. Yeah. and they're saying we love Oroville, and the jewel of Oroville is the people. Mm-hmm. The people in Oroville are just wonderful. Of course, there's the down and outers, and you know, and of course, our staff is filled with wonderful down and outers who became mm-hmm. up and goers, up you and know? comers, up yeah. and comers, and uh, the Jesus judges totally renovated their lives. So we love them, but it's so cool. Twenty-two years later of us being down here. Um, that Chico is moving to Oroville. Yeah. They're like, we don't like Chico. It doesn't feel safe, but Oroville feels safe. Yeah. And it's pretty cool that yeah. uh, even through this coronavirus, the state of California was totally shut down, and we were the first ones to open. Yeah. And I think it's the spirit of the Lord. Mm. And I think every Christian that decides to do what we're talking about is just it's kind of like a soup. And you kind of taste it, and you go, oh, it needs salt. And you put a little salt in it, it changes the whole soup. And they said Max and Sharia from Colorado. Yeah. yeah. And so every Christian has England. the ability to be salt in a That's soup right. and change the flavor. That's right. Yeah. Now, you know as well as I do, you can't just keep putting salt in something, but it's a metaphor. So, yeah. so it's flavor. It'll change the whole soup. And I think every Christian alive is supposed to be like Jesus and supposed to be becoming change somebody who can help others change. That's right. And that's where change comes from is self-sacrifice, yep. self-commitment, toeing the line, doing it, doing it the way he did That's it. That's the right thing. Not, not doing it without genuine nature, not doing it without a whole heart so that you make him look bad, but doing it with the pleasure of, of privilege to make him look good. Mm-hmm. You say, I'm just a poor facsimile, but you, what you really want to know is not me, it's Jesus. 
you know, yeah. that old saying about I've never met anybody, like you said, Gandhi. I've never met anyone that met Jesus and didn't like him. Mm -hmm. I've met a lot of people that met us and didn't like Jesus. Yeah. And so it's really how we represent him. It's exactly that thing. When we try to represent him and do what he did, it's we good. end up being ungenuine. If we're not genuine and heartfelt in our in our efforts to serve him and, and, our, and our gratefulness to be chosen by him, we end up giving him a bad name. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, well, I think that's a good place to stop, and uh, I'd encourage <laughs> I encourage people who who want to learn more. We've got we've got our church online. You can listen. Yeah, come to, join us. You can join us on church online. We're actually right. trying something soon, and maybe it's already happening. We want to have church online members, people from really? all over the world. Wow. Who, you know, you have your your church at home, but you wanna you wanna tune into church Love online and, and say I'm here, just like I'm. Just like I'm at church, but I'm I'm. Is that your I'm idea? In Australia? No, it's it's some smarter people than myself. Wow. I think Sarah. Oh, I, it wasn't my the, idea. What are you talking about? Sarah yeah. Bud's uh, idea. I oh, think. that's a great yeah. idea. So uh, join us online, and and you can watch Steve, and you can hear Vicky from the front row because Vicky usually uh, Steve's mic usually picks her up, calling him out in the front row. Spectology. Yeah. Spectacular. <laughs> spectacular. Spectacular. I appreciate your time, and uh, we we'll love you, Max. You guys next it's always time. good. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, man.